Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. Our ride down the highway of NFL football numbers continues, and today we stop off at jersey number 83 and the best that ever wore it. We have a top 10 list coming up for you and more in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. How are we today? This is Darren Hayes of pigskindispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, our Jersey by Number series. Jersey number 83 is our specialty today. And wow, just some great NFL players that have wore this jersey number. And I am excited to present this to you tonight because we have some great stories some about some great players. And we're going to come up with a top 10 list of the best jersey number 83s in NFL history. And, uh, we, you know, we want your feedback on this. So you're a part of this. So if you hear anything where we, you don't hear a name that you think should be on this 83 list, where you don't like our, our sequence of how we put them on our top 10 list that we'll give you near the end, then please email us at pigskindispatch at gmail.com and we will try to make corrections where needed and we always value your opinion because you our listener are our biggest asset and we appreciate you listening and participating in there like so many of you have so thank you for that now let's get into these jersey number 83s because this is a very interesting number and the pro football hall of fame tells us there are four members of the hall of fame that wore jersey number number 83 at some point in time in their careers in the nfl those are Ted Hendricks, Andre Reed, Len Ford, and Doug Atkins. Now, we have our little caveat that we always put in there. Len Ford only wore jersey number 83 for one season. That was in 1958. Doug Atkins wore it for two seasons, 1953 and 1954. So we'll take that with a grain of salt as we go through these names. It doesn't mean we're going to disqualify them, but it's just saying you know they did not wear it for a great amount of time during their career. Let's start off with our first player we mentioned, and that's Ted Hendricks. Now, Ted Hendricks, you know, what a player he is. Eight-time Pro Bowler, four-time All-Pro, was uh, selected by the Baltimore Colts in the 1969 NFL Draft, played with the team for four seasons through 1972, got to play in a couple Super Bowls there, Super Bowl three, Super Bowl five, uh, 1973. Before he went to the Green Bay Packers. Then from 1975 to the 1983 season, he was with the Raiders, both in Oakland and in two years in L.A. So, you know, he was got around a little bit, but we've talked about him before with our jersey number 56 uh, discussion that we had. But he wore this number, number 83, for 15 seasons and uh, just to tell you just a little bit more about the great Ted Hendricks he is from as far as I know the only 
NFL player, uh, NFL Hall of Famer, that uh, was born in Guatemala City, Guatemala. Now, Ted Hendricks, the linebacker from the University of Miami, Florida, came into this life on November 1st, 1947. And according to the Football Foundation uh, website bio on player, uh, Ted Hendricks stood at six foot seven and weighed 218 pounds. And he was known as the Mad Stork. And he played for the University of Miami with that angry style and uh, was kind of that long, lanky physical structure. And that's why the Stork name came at him. And as a defensive end during his three seasons with the Hurricanes, Ted received all of America recognition three times by totaling 327 tackles. That averaged out to a remarkable 109 tackles per season in college. Pretty good numbers for a defensive end. Ted was also an above average student at Miami, majoring in math with a minor in psychology. The NFF selected and placed Ted Hendricks into the College Football Hall of Fame in 1987. And he was the number one pick of the Baltimore Colts in 69, like we said. And uh, like we said, he moved on to the Packers and the Raiders and won four Super Bowls, four different Super Bowl teams. Uh, According to the Pro Football Hall of Fame's bio in his career, Ted intercepted 26 passes in his career, which he returned for 332 yards and a touchdown. He also recovered 16 fumbles of his opponents and scored a record-tying four safeties. Hendricks scored touchdowns on an interception, a fumble return, and a blocked punt. In all, he blocked 25 field goals slash extra point attempts in his pro career and four safeties uh, in those eight uh, Pro Bowl seasons. The Mad Stork, he's going on our list as our number one player. 15 seasons with that and uh, great uh, player on multiple different teams and uh, that's why he's number one on our list here now Andre Reed is our next player we're going to discuss here and Andre well he has a very interesting career himself Andre Reed, he was the 86th overall pick in the 1985 NFL draft by the Buffalo Bills. And he uh, stayed with Buffalo from 85 all the way to 99, played one final season in the year 2000. And in that uh, 1985 draft, it's interesting enough, Bruce Smith was the top Buffalo pick that year. And uh, like we said, 86th pick in the second round for the Buffalo Bills was Andre Reed. So quite a great draft for them that set up for their uh, four Super Bowl appearances that they had. Now, he was 83 with his uh, 15 years at Buffalo. When he went to Washington, he wore jersey number 84. And, uh, you know, the great Andre Reed uh, was born in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and he was a burner receiver from Kutztown University. And Andre spent 16 seasons in the NFL after Buffalo picked him in the fourth round. I'm sorry, it was a fourth round, not the second round. Uh, Reed caught 951 balls for 13,198 yards and was a member of the Bills teams that made it to four Super Bowls, like we said. And he was a favorite target of Jim Kelly. And for his career, he caught 88 touchdowns. He played in seven Pro Bowls and had a tremendous knack of getting massive amounts of yardage after catches. A lot of yak for him. And Andre was voted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in the year 2014. And uh, you know, what a great player Andre Reed was. Uh, one of the best uh, wide receivers of his generation from the, the late 80s through the 90s. And uh, he is also going on our list as our number two player. Uh, no doubt about that uh, for Mr. Andre Reed, a great wide receiver. Now, let's talk about our other Hall of Famers. And uh, the first one we're going to talk about is Len Ford. You know, Len, we talked about him when we talked discussed number 50 and number 53. And also a little bit number, number 80 he wore for a little bit. But he was a defensive end and an end. Uh, 1948, he came in with the Los Angeles Dons. And uh, 
They played with them for two seasons in the AAFC. And in 1950, uh, when the AAFC was absorbed by the NFL, well, the three teams were Cleveland, Baltimore, and San Francisco. Paul Brown, who, who was the coach of the Cleveland Browns, remembered what a great player that Len was. And he ended up taking him from the Los Angeles Dons, putting him onto the Cleveland Browns. And he was a Cleveland Brown from 1950 to 1957 in the National Football League. And then one final year in the NFL, uh, 1958, with the Green Bay Packers. Now, let's listen to what this guy did. Four Pro Bowls, four times All-Pro three NFL championships. He was the all-1950s decade team for the Hall of Fame. And uh, just uh, tremendous uh, 67 receptions for 1,175 yards, eight touchdowns. Doesn't sound like a whole lot by today's standards, but believe me, you have a two-way player doing that in the 50s where they ran the ball uh, till the, the ball, you know, the tread came off the ball and tread went off their shoes and not a whole lot of passing back in that era. So that's a tremendous uh, amount of catches for that young man when he played and uh, eight touchdowns for him. So Len Ford, but he only wore our jersey, like we said, for one season. So I think we're going to put him on standby, but a great player all the less. Uh, you know, Doug Atkins, he's the other one that wore the jersey. He's a Hall of Famer, but only wore jersey number 83 for two seasons. Um you know, just some tremendous numbers with him. And let's talk about that. He, the 1953, 1954, he was a Cleveland Brown. And then he went to the Chicago Bears from 55 to 1966. And, and it was a New Orleans Saint from 67 to 69. And uh, he wore 81 for the majority of his career. But jersey number 83 came in his first two years, and that was as a Cleveland Brown. And he didn't have a whole lot of stats as a Cleveland Brown. But let's look at what he did for his career. Eight Pro Bowls, one-time All-Pro, two NFL championships, all 1960s decade team of the Hall of Fame. And uh, 94 and a half sacks are credited to this great defensive end. Six foot eight, 257 pounds when he came out of college. And uh, another one that's a very good player, but I think we're going to reserve a judgment if he makes our list because he only wore the jersey for two seasons. It was his first two seasons, and he didn't really produce a whole lot uh, in those two seasons with the Browns. He was more better known as a, a Chicago Bear. And uh, so we'll, we'll reserve a judgment on that. Let's go to some of our non-Hall of Famers. And the first one I want to talk about is Wes Welker. You know, Wes Welker, the great wide receiver. We always think about him in uh, those New England Patriots jerseys, and rightfully so. Uh, but he did come in the league, surprisingly enough, in 2004 with the Miami Dolphins, and he was a Dolphin from 2004, 2005, 2006. He went to New England in 2007. You know, Belichick uh, loves those uh, little receivers like that, and uh, played with the, the Patriots so through 2012 with Tom Brady, and then spent two years in Denver. Remember, 2013-2014, uh, Peyton Manning was there, and in 2015 he was in St. Louis with the Rams at the time. So, you know, great uh, long career, you know, 6, 9, 11, 13, 14 years as, as that, uh, wearing that uh, number 83. I'm sorry, he wore 83 for 11 of those 13 seasons. And, you know, Wes Welker, let's look what he did. Five Pro Bowls, two times as an All-Pro. He had 9,924 yards total, 903 receptions, 11.0 yards per reception, 50 touchdowns, and uh, just a tremendous player, just a little... A little uh, 
small smallish receiver at five foot nine, 185 pounds, and wasn't like a speed demon, but boy, could he run routes and get underneath. And uh, quarterback's best friend Brady loved just uh, throwing, checking down to him and having him on the little crossing routes. He'd get inside the the safeties and the corners and the linebackers that tried to cover him. Just a, a real pain in the, the dupa for those defenders to to get on him. And really a strategic player that uh, Bill Belichick used and Brady used uh, quite a bit. You know, I think he is good enough where we're going to put him on this list because five Pro Bowls and uh, those Super Bowl championships, uh, those are pretty good. So he's our third player on. Now, Mark Clayton, uh, there's a great name from the Miami Dolphins. You know, played with Dan Marino as his quarterback. Uh, him and Mark Duper were just tremendous uh, wide receivers for the Dolphins. And he played for the Dolphins from 1983 to 1992 and then spent the 93 season with the Green Bay Packers. And uh, he had five Pro Bowls during his career. Uh, 8,974 yards on 582 receptions, a 15.4 yards per catch uh, on that, 84 touchdowns. And uh, wow, what a great player he is. And I think we'll just reserve judgment on him for a little bit, but he's got a pretty good chance of making our, our list here. But Vincent Jackson does also another great wide receiver, a little bit more modern uh, than Clayton. And uh, he is still playing, I believe. I'm sorry, he was done playing in 2016. Uh, but came in with the San Diego Chargers 2005 through 2011 and then was a Tampa Bay Buccaneer for five seasons after that. 12 years in the league, 83 the entire time, three Pro Bowls, uh, 540 receptions, just over 9,000 yards, 16.8 yards per reception, 57 touchdowns. Another good uh, player with a lot of good marks on here. Reserve judgment for him too, but another one that's got a good uh, look at our making our list here. And uh, you know, Anthony Miller, another guy that could catch the ball, you know, great wide receiver, were 83 his entire career, and that spanned over 10 seasons. Uh, San Diego Chargers were six of those, came in in 1988 season through 93, Denver for three seasons after that, and then one final year, 1997, with the Dallas Cowboys, and 595 receptions, 9,148 yards. Yards, 15.4 yards per reception, 63 touchdowns, five Pro Bowls for Anthony Miller. Those guys are all like neck and neck with their yardage and touchdowns and and the like. Uh, Vern Denherter, you know, he's another one that uh, I like to talk about. You don't hear that name because uh, he played in a little bit different era. Uh, played in 1971 with the Miami Dolphins through the 1982 season, and he was a defensive end nose tackle. Odd number uh, wearing 83, but uh, he did wear 83 for most of his career, and that was 11 seasons of his 13. And uh, Vern, uh, Den Herder, Vern Den Herder had uh, 65 sacks during his career, but really plugged up the middle and did a nice job as a nose tackle, and had uh, two Super Bowl championships, you know, of course that undefeated 72 season with the Dolphins and then uh, the next year when they won the Super Bowl as well. So some great uh, play from uh, Vern Den Herder. Not sure that he will make our list, but uh, he is on our radar uh, along with some of those others that we talked about. Now let's uh, go to Sherman White, another 
excellent player that uh, played in the NFL. And Sherman, well, he was another defensive end type and wore 83 his entire career. Uh, that was with the Cincinnati Bengals from 1972 to 75, and then was a Buffalo Bill 76 through 1983 season. 63 sacks, uh, never made it to a Pro Bowl, not, never was an All-Pro, but a very solid player indeed. Uh, Sherman White, uh, you know, wore that uh, 12 seasons with that uh, great uh, number 83 on his back, and. Uh, so now we'll go to Willie Galt. You know, Willie Galt, the speedster. Uh, we know him as a great return man, especially for the Chicago Bears. And uh, during the, the, those great 80 seasons, especially 1985. And um, he came into the league 1983 with the Bears and stayed with them through the 1987 season and then joined the Raiders 1988 to 1993. I believe that was in Los Angeles when they were there. Now, he's really known for his return yards. Um, but uh, you know, he, and during his career, his career returning yards were uh, kickoff returns. He had 7,937 yards, uh, scored a touchdown on that. And uh, uh, for punt returns, um, I guess we don't have the statistics on his punt returns, but as a receiver, it wasn't too shabby either. 6,600 yards, 44 touchdowns, 333 receptions, and uh, you know his yards per reception, 19.9 yards. You could tell he's got that those wheels going on there. He was, uh, you know, sparks were coming off the those feet when he was running down that football field. But, uh, you know, Willie uh, Galt, another one we're going to keep a close eye on, and he's got a pretty good idea that uh, maybe he'll get in our, our list here. Ben Davidson, another great player that we want to discuss today. Uh, you know, a defensive end, defensive tackle, uh, came into the league with Green Bay in 1961, then was in the Washington Redskins organization, 62 and 63, and then went to the AFL, the Oakland Raiders, 1964, and played there all the way through 1971 when they joined the NFL for a couple years. So eight years as a Raider, two with Washington, one with Green Bay. He had 64 and a half sacks during his career, three Pro Bowls, one All-Pro, an NFL championship, and an AFL championship, uh, but wore the jersey number 83 for eight seasons. So another one that's uh, really uh, holds a torch up here to maybe he can get into our, our list here. Uh, Pat Tilly, another one. Uh, you know, great players we have here. Wide receiver, uh, St. Louis Cardinals, 1976 to 1986. Uh, one Pro Bowl, uh, 7,005 yards on 468 receptions, a uh, 15.0 yards per reception, 37 touchdowns for Pat Tilly. And, uh, you know, another good player. I'm not sure if he'll make it in, but uh, we'll put them on our list here. How about Lewis Lips? For the longest time, he was the leading uh, receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he came in the league in 1984 as their uh, top pick that year and played for the Steelers from 84 to 91. And then 1992 played with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, he had 6,019 yards of receiving on 359 receptions, 16.8 yards per reception, 39 touchdowns, two Pro Bowls, and was a 1984 AP Offensive Rookie of the Year for Louis Lips. So, uh, yeah, we're going to definitely keep him on our radar, too. Another uh, top-notch receiver here. And speaking of those, how about John Jefferson? Uh he was no slouch himself as a wide receiver. In fact, he came in the league in 1978 and was with the San Diego Chargers for three seasons. 
and then went to Green Bay for four years after that. One final year in Cleveland in 1985, 5,714 yards, 351 receptions, 16.3 yards per reception, 47 touchdowns, four Pro Bowls and two All-Pros, and uh, wore that number 83 jersey for uh, seven seasons. Uh, John Jefferson's another one we'll keep a close eye on here and see what uh, happens with him. Uh, Steve Jordan, another man we want to talk about, the word number 83 in his career. And uh, Steve wore it for 13 seasons as a member of the great teams of the Minnesota Vikings in 1982 to 1994. And you know, he, as a tight end, he caught 498 passes, 6,307 yards, 12.7 yards per reception. For a tight end, remember, 28 touchdowns, six Pro Bowls. Steve Jordan, yeah, he's, uh, he's definitely going to be one of the ones we're going to be looking in high contention here at the end. Uh, Heath Miller, another great tight end of Pittsburgh Steeler. Uh, tight end that came in the league in 2005, retired after the 2015 season, and he had uh, 592 receptions, 6,569 yards, 11.1 yards per reception, 45 touchdowns, two Pro Bowls, two Super Bowl championships, and uh, what a blocker he was too. That's uh, hard to look at those stats, uh, but uh, another great player that uh, we want to make sure that we know about 11 seasons with that number 83. And uh, one p- final player here we'll uh, talk about maybe is Ricky Sanders. Look at his statistics. Uh, because Ricky was another great uh, w- a wide receiver, wore number 83 for uh, nine seasons. And he came into the league with the Washington Redskins 1986 Stayed there through the 93 season and then was an Atlanta Falcon 94 and 95. But he had 483 receptions, 6,477 yards, 13.4 yards per reception, 37 TDs, two time Super Bowl champion with the Redskins. And uh, you know, another guy that uh, we got to you know keep an eye on here at the end. Um, you know, some other great players that uh, were in there, you know, George Sauer and Stefan Page, Lee Evans, Clarence Williams, uh, Jerome Barkham. Just some great players there that uh, very substantial players, but, but I don't know that they're going to have a, a chance with uh, our great list we have. And so far on our list, we have Ted Hendricks, Andre Reed, Wes Welker. Well, I'm going to say that uh, we're going to put uh, Steve Jordan on our list as our fourth player. And Mark Clayton as our fifth. Uh, Vincent Jackson as our sixth. Uh, Heath Miller as our seventh player. Anthony Miller as our eighth. And I'm going to go with, uh, out on a limb here, Willie Galt is our ninth. And then I'm going to say that uh, Ben Davidson will be our tenth in, uh, of our top ten here. Uh, you know, real close, Louis Lips and John Jefferson were right there on the cusp. And... Uh, you know, boy, there were some some good players there, but uh, got to give it to these guys that uh, really played those ball well. Um, you know, like we said, if you have anything, objections to what we picked here, or maybe we missed somebody, just email us at pigskindispatch at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Facebook, Pigskin Dispatch, and uh, the Pigskin Dispatch Facebook page. And uh, until tomorrow, everybody, have a great gridiron day. 
At the Sports History Network, we're all about sports yesteryear, and so we're so pleased to introduce you to Row One, an online memorabilia gallery and shop that brings your sports history to life anywhere. The Row One Gallery includes over 5,200 gorgeously reproduced prints of team posters, game program covers, game tickets, advertisements, and more in baseball, pro and college football, pro and college basketball, and more. And any gallery item may be printed in a variety of sizes on wood, metal, canvas, acrylic, or poster paper. And in Row One Shop, check out the thousands more of unique Unique items with a retro and historical designs dating back to 1876, including t-shirts, long sleeve shirts, phone cases, mugs, blankets, pillows, towels, and even shower curtains. Go to sportshistorynetwork.com, R-O-W number one, for access to the full Row 1 catalog and for gallery prints and gift items, plus get a 15% discount off all prints on the Row 1 Pictorum Gallery with coupon code SHN15. Follow the link on the show notes. That's all the football history we have today, folks. Join us back tomorrow for more of your football history. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast. <laughs>